Want to know how to take your home from lacklustre to blockbuster? Need to know the latest interior design trends? Then you'll be right at home with the Find It, Style It podcast. Hosted by Lauren Keenan, where we show you how easy it is to create beautiful spaces and turn your house into a home you'll love. Find it, style it. Well, I've got to start this podcast with a wow. Wow. Massive wows. Huge, huge finale, which we've just watched of the Block 2016 on Channel 9. And some massive, massive profits for these guys. Oh, there's a few couples going to be rolling in some uh, pineapples tonight. <laughs> this is a special wrap-up episode of the Block 2016 here on the Find It Style It podcast. I'm Scott Keenan. I'm Lauren Keenan. And we're recording this with a cup of tea and a couple of Tim Tams in hand. I feel a bit emotionally spent now, I have to say. <laughs> that was a phenomenal series of auctions and some huge, huge profits, of course, with the winner being Will and Carly. Yeah, how much? it was 700 Hundred and fifteen thousand that they that was the profit, and then they won an extra hundred thousand for being the highest earners. So, so that's eight hundred and fifteen thousand. How old are they? Are they like, like twenty six or something? Yeah, phenomenal. Crazy. Well done, guys. Yeah, great job. Great. And effort. I think it, it proves that good craftsmanship and, and good design and wins through consistency every, wins through every time on shows like yeah. these. They were on the bottom floor. They had a large outdoor area and a nice backyard as well, which was the you know something that the other couples didn't have. Absolutely, but it just proves that the penthouse. It's not always your meal ticket. Well, the penthouse, Kim and Chris, they actually had the lowest. Profits. They did. They came in fifth with uh, $2.305 million and a profit of 425000 So why do you think they came fifth? I think you're right. I think the lack of consistency and, and on the big important rooms, they probably just didn't nail it like people wanted them to. I think that if someone other than Julia and Sasha had been in the apartment next to them on the top level with a view, like another couple who hadn't maybe done such a good job that Julia and Sasha had done, maybe Kim and Chris would have scored a bit higher. And I do feel for them as well because they were... Were, um, fourth in the, the rundown of the auctions, yep. and of course Kim and Chris had, had sort of gone before. So people were sort of comparing. I Kim think Kim and Chris probably. had gone before. Sorry, the girls had had gone before them in the auction order. Yep. They got a high price, and so I think Kim and Chris, because they're maybe their um, the, the design and the aesthetic of their apartment wasn't quite where the girls was that. People were then comparing it, yeah. and they probably underscored them on that basis. And I think the other thing that has become really clear in the past few seasons of The Block is that auction order is crucial, and it seems to be the people who go first, second, they seem to get the highest profit Because they had the most buys in the room. Yeah, and people get really attached and think, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to get one of these apartments. I just have to keep bidding. So I want to take you back to a little bit of audio from the show on Channel 9, and our thanks to Channel 9 for this audio. Uh, before the auctions were decided, um, when they were deciding who was going to go in what order and how much the reserves were going to be for each of the apartments. Benny, come on. Hang on, two minutes ago, girls, you didn't want to reveal your I know, and we, said we, we said we did oh, it. But then as soon as you've got but your auction order, you you know. it. it just comes across that you think you can get on with you guys and work out who you are, but oh, you bluff. You're bluffed, yeah, well, you're bluffed. Yeah. I was on the, yeah. I said to Ben, I'd love to get to know you, but it's very hard. Absolutely. Just love to get to know you one day. I would not like to get to know you, Dan, honestly. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. When is the game ever going to end? All right, troops. Just everybody calm down. 
good idea. Even in this late stage of the block, the knives were out. Yeah, there was a bit of nastiness there, wasn't there? The boys sort of, uh, I think once they found out uh, that they were going last, obviously, in the auction order and they had the lowest reserve, <laughs> they didn't I think want they started to get uh, a little bit of cold feet about, uh, you know, saying what their reserve was. And they didn't, they didn't need to be in the end because the boys who went fifth couple of school teachers who don't know what they're doing. I think that's got to be one of the greatest catchphrases from Aussie TV this year. So they um, really, well, they said what they were looking for. Uh, they went fifth in, in the order of auctions. They were last and perhaps with the least number of buyers in the room was what they were sort of thinking. They wanted to get $63,000 each out of this, which was a first year teacher's wage. Well, they did that. And some. A few times over. Yeah, $510,000 profit. I think it really helped, obviously, that um, I can't even remember who won it in the end. Was it the lady who had bid on several apartments and didn't, yeah, see? So it pays to have that one buyer who's hung in there. She was missed, hungry. Missed out a couple of times and now or, she's ended up with a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bathroom apartment. And and the quote from the boys was? She got it. She's got nerves of steel. She'll go. She's a cracker during the show. I love that. And um, Kim, during their auction, uh, commented, at at one point, I think the the auctioneer managed to get them an extra ten or twenty thousand dollars at one point, and Kim commented, "That's a new car for Andy for sure." Yeah, <laughs> I think that must have been something he'd been complaining about behind the scenes for some time because we never really heard much about that throughout the show. But uh, he obviously needs a new set of wheels. So good on the boys, five hundred and ten thousand dollars. That was brilliant. But you know, the most dramatic auction I think was Dan and Carlene, and well, I'll ask Carlene. Were you happy with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she was happy with how uh, dramatic it was, but in the end, gee, they did well as well. $525,000 profit. Yeah, I think I think they definitely earned that. They, especially in their living spaces, uh, their kitchen was stunning. I think they really improved once they got past uh, the bedrooms and, uh, yeah, definitely well earned. And their auction, it was extremely dramatic and it stalled at about, oh, I can't remember exactly how much, about 200 odd thousand dollars profit. Yeah, and but then you just, that good. you just get a couple of bidders who, you know, really want it and they have a go against each other. And before you know it, you, you're knocking up around the half a million dollar mark. And their auctioneer was a lot more subdued than some of the others on, on this season oh finale. Oh, God. Are we talking about Julia and Sasha's auctioneer here? <laughs> he was a bit scary. <laughs> Yeah, there was one point where he was almost trying to court one of the bidders. Nicole, she's the buyer's agent, so she was successful in three of the uh, sales tonight. And, uh, yeah, he was definitely sort of putting his, not moves, but his, you know, golden tongue sort of, no, that's wrong too. <laughs> well, he certainly tried putting on the moves with this quote. Two million five eighty. First call at two million five eighty. Second call at two million five eighty. 650 grand girls, come on. It's amazing. Are you coming with me? I'd love to, but... Oh, I'd love you to come with me as well. Oh, yes. I don't know what he was trying to put on there, but in the end... It didn't matter. It didn't matter because what he delivered was a $660,000 profit for the girls. They came in second with $2.59 million for their top floor apartment. That's fantastic. It's insane what these properties are going for. I mean, I know they're beautifully decorated, especially Julia and Sasha's. It's got all the $50,000 worth of uh, kitchen appliances in there. It had an extra $20,000 in there, which basically gave the buyer 20, 20 grand, grand back. Cash. Yeah. Um, it's like one of those cashback offers at Harvey Norman or something. Come good, down and buy a $2.59 million good, dollar The, the good guys. I think it's the good guys, isn't it? On uh, <laughs> Yeah, cashback. Yeah, absolutely. Freedom. Um, yeah, so just these prices that they're going for, it's just amazing. It's like it's, it's in Melbourne. 
Melbourne, but it could well be Sydney prices. We but, all know they're crazy. But I've got to ask you, though, Julia and Sasha, Sasha in particular, didn't look ecstatic with their win. I'm not sure if she is a really competitive person and she just really wanted to win the extra 100000 or if she actually just was in such shock that she hadn't quite registered how much they'd won and that it was, in fact, all over. So I, I can't quite tell what the, the go was there. She did have a little moment, a bit of hyperventilating, needed some fresh air. Thought she which might is faint. absolutely understandable. Yeah. Went outside, got some fresh air, and I think came to terms with it. And, you know, well done to the, to the girls. Um yeah. With a profit of that that size, 660, that puts him into second place and makes Will and Carly the winner. All silent, no further bidding. When the hammer hits my contract, it will be sold at $2.6 million. It's going. It's going. It's gone. Oh, not good old Will and Carly, or good young Will and Carly. Jeez, they've set themselves up, haven't they? Big time. And I, I love the fact that on the block, no matter what's happened during the course of the season, you get to the uh, the auctions, you get to that last episode, and everybody's friends again. It's happy families. That's because they're not seeing other people there. They're just seeing little dollar signs floating around in front of their eyes. <laughs> Lots of dollar signs in Lots this Lots of case. zeros. Yeah, but it is nice to see everybody cheering one another on, and I think it shows that the block is uh, a pretty tough environment. They're there for 12 weeks, working really, really hard, and for them to be able to cash in like they have on yeah, their hard Yeah, good luck work, to them. It's very well done. Well, I think there's only one thing left to say, as uh, our old mate Scotty Cam would say, it's tools down <laughs> for 2016 on the block. We've really enjoyed this season. I hope it comes back next year. I think it's definitely coming back this year. I think I saw a 2017 promo in one of the ads on oh, tonight. No. So, you know, there's no way the block, the block's a massive money spinner for Channel 9. Yeah, there's and it's no a ratings bonanza for the guys. So it will be back next year. We look forward to watching it again next year. And to sharing our thoughts with our uh, podcast listeners as well. Yeah, if you had any thoughts, you can um, let us know via the socials at finditstylet or you can email Lauren, lauren at finditstylet.com.au. If you listen to the podcast on iTunes, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think there. And coming up in the next couple of days, we've got a really interesting interview with Tim Rosso-Ross, who you might remember from uh, Aussie Radio Days with Merrick. He's now a real... um, Design buff, right? Yeah, he's a massive design and architecture nerd. That's what that was the word he used to us, so I don't mind calling him that. And uh, yeah, part two of his uh, TV show is coming up, and uh, we've got a you know a great chat with him that's going to be on the podcast soon. It was very much driven by those architects who believed, like I do, is that good design can solve all problems. Can solve everything in lots of ways. Not you know, it's not going to help you out with hemorrhoids, but you know, it might be in a with, a, per- with a perfect design pair of underpants or something. But um, or that that other wonderful part of it is, is that it should be accessible to everyone. Streets of Your Town on ABC. You can catch it on iView and uh, watch for that interview dropping on the podcast here in the next couple of days. So while we're feeling a little weary now, it's a night well spent. Well done, blockheads. You've done yourselves proud. You've certainly done your uh, wallets proud. Come on, Tools Down was five minutes ago, so... We're into extra time here. We're out of here. See you, podcasters. Bye, podcasters. Follow Lauren on your socials for latest style trends and tips. Just search Find It, Style It, and subscribe now for exclusive perks, discounts, and updates about store openings straight into your inbox. Go to finditstyleit.com.au.